Japanese accent sounds bad. They sound like they're gonna say the coolest thing, drink a fucking whiskey, play like fucking bass, finger your girl, <laughs> cut your head off. We're back with another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is May 22nd. Coming up on our last week of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, uh, we hope you've had a great month and that white people have been giving you money. Yeah. Uh, been Hook it up. Money. Hook okay. it up. Hook Send it up. your Venmo to these people. All right. Um, if you're listening to this on your phones, please take a screenshot, tag us on, uh, put it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian.AsianPod. And if you're an iTunes listener or iPhone user, uh, please leave a review on the podcast app before yep. we start the show uh we always give a shout out to our newest patreon subscribers um by um guessing their ethnicity purely based on their last name yeah so here we go we have a lot to do, do. because do. a lot of people have been signing up and the people with tricky last names have been uh coming through so let's just get right to it newest person this week aline kemp uh, yeah aline aline kemp a-l-i-n-e kemp k-e-m-p this person seems like a mixed person. Also, I feel for some reason when someone is named Kemp, definitely played lacrosse or field hockey. Ooh. Field hockey Asian. Field hockey Asian. Yeah. Hey. Next, we got Anji Lu, L-I-U. Taiwanese. Okay, but here's the thing. Angie spelled A-N-J-I-E. That's, that's a little South South Asian to me. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm like? You know, like Anju? Like an Indian name, Anju? Yo, oh. Madagascarian. Ma- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Madagascarian Asian. Um, Matt... Telker. Okay, These are th- so interesting. T- I know who this guy is. You do? And I can't believe that you're giving me money because this guy is like my coworker. And uh, Oh, <laughs> are you embarrassed right now? I'm not embarrassed. Did I you know. know that he was a fan? Did you know he was I a do, I do, I do. He 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 He's- hi Matt. He will uh he, he'll like he'll like talk about the podcast and like you know, in the meeting and I'm like, Oh, oh in the meeting chill, but like oh. you know, you know, company meeting. I'm like, I hey, hate man. that. Hey, Yo, man. chill, 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 chill. No, Matt, thank you, Matt. That's really nice. What kind of agent is he? He's not Asian. He's this white dude. Unless he is the whitest looking Asian I've ever he met. He might be. He might one of those one of those like Russian Asians in the, on the West. Here's the West how side. I know that we might be because he's this is a dude you know white guy, lovely person. Yeah. Lives in New Jersey yeah. and he finds us funny. He he's he's he he told me he's like you know man I had a really rough because he works real hard. He's like a this crazy, like a uh, um you know producer type. Yeah. And um he. Like he's like, oh, I work super hard, and then you know what? At two in the morning, I just plug you guys in. You guys are super funny. I get to chill. I'm like, what? <laughs> we're we're reaching the New Jersey white guy Yo. audience. All right, that's well, untapped. That's an untapped. That's market, an untapped market, market baby. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Um, you're a white guy Asian, <laughs> and we love that. Next, we got Liz Vo, Vietnamese. Vietnamese can't man. fool me. Oh, can't fool me. Then we got Annie Nguyen Dash Haberman. Ooh, I went to Haberman. college with her. What the hell? Yeah. A lot of your friends giving you money these days. You had this joke the other day that was so funny. You said you're at the age where you're no longer uh, dis- you're doing comedy. You're not disappointing your parents. You're disappointing your friends. This is, <laughs> this is proof. They are literally giving you money. <laughs> this is not funny. You should <laughs> tell them to stop, actually. Yeah, they're, this is a roast. They're like, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, my God, Mike's doing worse than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, can we give him a little bit of cash? You know, maybe we'll give a little less to the church this year and a little bit more to the podcast as Mike is struggling. Well, thank you very much, Annie. Um, She's you know. a Vietnamese woman married to a, a, a non-Vietnamese person. I think is he's a fireman is? or something. A fireman Asian? I think so. Hell yeah, we yeah, love fire Asians. Right. Uh, then we got Loyal Chow. That is such a sick name. That's, that's like a villain's name. 
loyal loyal chow, chow. <laughs> like a like James Bond's built uh, yeah exactly and he, he like throws like a like a card at you yeah you know yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah loyal chow damn that's Chinese Anyways, though, right that's Chinese I think that's a Chinese name yeah love it then uh, we got Buddy <laughs> this is a fake name Buddy Bell Buddy no Bell. no that's a cowboy no that's a cowboy's name yeah that's like a that's that's like some dog from a Disney movie <laughs> Disney original movie Buddy Yo. Bell okay what do we think he is. Um, a Shih Tzu? I don't know. Okay, Shih Tzu, a Shih Tzu Asian. Asian. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, we have Angela Hatcher. Wait a fucking Wait second. Wait a fucking second. Do you know her? No. Dude. Who is it, this? Okay. I might be getting it wrong, but did we match on Hinge? <laughs> I think No we, way. I, I might be wrong. I swear I matched with like a somebody who sounded like this name. I got to go back on the app and... I think it was her. Is she, was she white? She was Filipino. Oh, word? but we were, when we Wait, were talking, that Hatcher last name Hatcher. It was something like. Oh, you're right. Hatcher is not a Filipino. Not a Filipino. Well, this person had a last name like this, and I think was maybe mixed or something. Oh, I see. Shit. Well. Okay. Well, we're gonna re-download <laughs> Hinge. We got yes. We're gonna re-download. We're gonna get all that see. going. I think it's her. Um, if so, you ghosted me, and uh, we're fighting. Okay, and, let's move on. <laughs> and uh, yet, yet another roast. What a flex. <laughs> I'm going to ghost you, but I'm going to give you a little money. It's like if you, it's like if you were like dating someone and then you saw them busking in a subway. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's five bucks, <laughs> poor bitch. Oh man, it's me. My God. Well, thank you so much for your donation. Even if you had a match, a match me on Hinge or whatever it is, uh, we appreciate it. Please go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod to get in this game. Story of the week. This is something that I wanted to talk to our guest about, but I want to kind of get into it first. Yeah. Uh, internally, just with me and Mike before okay. we get into it. Let's do it. Last week, we had uh, Brian Parking and me, Maron, yeah. and it was a very emotional episode. But, be- but before we got emotional, we talked a lot about them quitting stand-up comedy. Uh, right. You know, we had a whole discussion about it because that's how we all met. It meant so much to us for a very long time. Yeah. Well, Brian is, Brian is like kind of taking, I don't know, hiatus. And Young Me is still in the game. A little bit. She c- she comes and goes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? She's kind of doing, to be honest with you, she's kind of doing better things. But, but she's yes. coming and going with stand But stand-up. that's what this is about. We... And you know me and you, we're we're nice hosts. We're nice boys. Nice boys. We kind of let the ho- we kind of let the guests say their thing. We're like, yeah, 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 do your thing. But I feel that uh, I I left the podcast feeling a little guilty, having disrespected the art wow. form of stand up comedy. We were talking mad shit about stand up comedy. So this is for me. My the visual I'm getting is like you've offended stand up comedy, kind of like you've offended like Shorin Ru or something, you know, karate. <laughs> And then, like, you know, the master's calling you into the dojo, just like, oh, I heard you have been talking smack about Shoden Ru. I think we dishonored comedy. I know wow. this is a very Japanese thing to say, but I was like, we have to, res- you know, you know how it is. Japanese people, we respect things. You know, we respect You're the right. table. We respect right. the couch. The waterfall. The yes. water, the things that give us life and joy. Word. And <laughs> The teacup. Yeah. And, and I feel we were talking mad shit, and I was being a little bitch, and I, and I didn't come to its defense and so i would like to just take a second and hey, apologize to the art of stand-up comedy um and also just kind of defend it a little bit now that i've thought about it you know um i think one of the reasons why a lot of people this isn't just what the guests said a lot of people feel this way in comedy uh well first thing <laughs> first thing they said they, they shit on me directly they're like well late night writers are hack or whatever oh, oh, they kind of yeah, they yeah. kind of tweet all these jokes that 
All people do. That's not even true. And I'm not even talking <laughs> about myself, dude. I swear to fucking God. I know TikTok is the thing now. I swear to you, if any of these motherfucking TikTok people were in a writer's room with like a fucking late night writer, they will shit themselves. These fucking late night writers oh, funny. are fucking pros. Yeah. Like the people I work with are so smart. They're so funny. They're so fast. And granted, like sure, some a lot of their really stuff, the stuff that I like never gets makes it to the show right, right, right. because it's too crazy. Yeah. But... I promise you, they're like fucking. Um, you ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay, they're like the unsullied. Right. They're mercenaries. Mercenaries, but for comedy. Right. And they can write for anybody, and they they're just. Do all sorts they're of shit. so good, and uh, yes, just had to point that out. Yeah. They're, they're great. We, no. can't, we can't shit on them because they're great. Yeah, I get. I, I totally, I totally get it. Um, I, and um, you know, they are the unsullied, so they will. Uh, if they if they have to, they will stab a baby or whatever. Yes, it is yes, do. and they chop off they chop off their own dicks. <laughs> that they don't have dicks. That's how funny. That's they are. how funny they are. They're like, hey, you don't want to see, you want to see a sweet bit? Boom! And they're just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> they're bleeding. They're just bleed- funny. <laughs> I'm bleeding out. Yeah. I'm bleeding out. But it's funny, right? It's Can funny. You imagine you chop off your dick on stage and you're still bombing. And you're like, just yeah. me, just me. Just no, like anybody label. else? Well, all right. Well, let me tell you about my wife. She's gonna be real pissed about my dick cutting off bit. Uh, yeah. No, I I feel you. I feel yeah. you there. I feel you there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I I want to I want to f- get to the second com- comment yes, you have here. Let's get to the second comment. Second comment. Thing. A lot of people say, and I guess that this too. They said stand up comedy reinforces stereotypes. Um, because mm. you know, you sometimes you say, you know, uh, like, oh, like, oh, you, what, your mom is Korean and your mom is, uh, you know, Dominican, where do they meet? Laundromat or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Oh, like, they yeah, do, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of stand up comedy can be like that. And yeah, they were saying, sure. like, I got into comedy to subvert these stereotypes. And I found what I found out is that I can't, it only reinforces. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's 100% false, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yes, that is true. If you are bad at stand-up yeah, comedy, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just like anything or in art. That's like any yeah. any job. You know, hack just means unoriginal, right? Right. You know what what makes somebody a good copywriter versus a bad copywriter? Well, you're unoriginal. Mm. You know, you're coming to the meeting with just do it. It's right. already been done, honey. <laughs> okay, that's already an honey. ad for Nike. Yeah. Okay, so like I and I, I'm on. You know, we had Roy Wood Jr. on a couple weeks ago, and. He's a guy. He respects stand-up comedy. Yeah. Okay. He's oh, yeah. a, he's a oh, true oh. worshiper. True. True. Yeah. True admirer. He really converted me into a believer. Like yeah. I I do think that like first of all he spends a lot of time crafting his ideas and so what here's the thing like if you're good at it I think that it is possible to change people's minds and subvert expectations. Mm. Um, you know, also given the right audience. Obviously, yeah. you you cannot do this at the fucking grizzly pair at four o'clock in the morning. Right. But right. if you were given like, hey, this is a Comedy Central showcase. These are audience. These are cool people in Brooklyn in their twenties and they're educated. They've got Asian friends. Yeah. You have a shot. You know. Yeah. And so, I believe all these things. I, I, I know that sometimes it can be frustrating because you go to a show and, and you see another comedian doing a really hack joke about Asians and people laughing and that may make you mad. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, if anything, that motivates me to try to get them back. Be yeah, like, no, yeah. that that joke was dumb, and I I, I want to like raise your intelligence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I've I've known you for like six or seven years. You, you've now apologized to not even an object, a concept, <laughs> an art form which only exists in our minds. So I think, um, I, but I do see your point. I think too that a lot of it is. You know, you got to cultivate the audience. I, I never want to try to blame the audience, but I do think that if you get the right audience and you got the right thing going on with stand-up, and it's the same thing with late night. The reason why late night is people shit on late night is because it has to be really broad. You know, you, they're trying to get like 5 million views on their YouTube thing, and it's got to be like a joke that everybody gets, and that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a certain kind of feel to it. So I think what, what I would love is like if you could get 
you know, this audience, you know, you, the ideal thing is like you do a show for an audience of like a hundred people who really know and are ready to receive what's what you're about to say. Yeah. You're about to, you know, you're about to spit hot fire yeah. and you want these people to understand like what's about to happen. Because I, I so I, I, I do feel like, you know, as stand up comedy evolves, which I think it is, mm -hmm. then um, you're, you're going to be seeing all these little like nuances that you, you would never be able to see you know, e even, you know, 20 years ago or whatever at a club, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, 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 and I think that's the thing, you know, stand-up com comedians, like yourself and myself, we have to kind of say, hey, you know, I don't want to do this kind of joke for yeah. this kind of audience yeah. at this kind of yeah. thing. You know, like, I, you know, I, I, again, I don't want to blame the audience or whatever. You should try to be funny with everybody. But I think once you find your, your thing and, you, you know, you're, you've gotten good enough, then you can really take the audience somewhere they've never been before. Which yes, would be tight. yes. And I think that's what we're all kind of chasing. And also, like, to your point, like, stand-up, it is kind of a two-way street. Like, you do have to cultivate an audience. You do have to, like, play for the people who are going to fuck with you because that's that's where it can go wrong. And you, and you give up and you go, well, I guess they're only going to laugh at, like, jokes about me eating a dog. Yeah, 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 so yeah, can, yeah. It's very easy to get discouraged and go that way because you want the laughs. Because you want to get the laughs. But you have to, like, either say no or or, like, get yourself a fan base or whatever it is. So it's not hundred percent true. You, you, you said something uh, on this, on the podcast when we were with them that, Oh, I think it was actually our bonus one that really kind of stuck with me. It was, you shouldn't be, you cannot be afraid of the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you got to go up there and you got like, you can know you're funny. You're going to do it. And even if you don't do well at that show, do yourself because you, you have to, always bring yourself you can't like be pandering to the audience too much because that's really the whole point you got to bring your own your own viewpoint to yeah, it. yeah yeah i feel yeah, that yeah. i feel that man yeah yeah guys t this 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 week's uh theme by the way is uh is apologizing to an art form on a podcast asian <laughs> a concept asian, a concept uh our guest today uh she is the host of the popular podcast rice to meet you with nigel eng uh she is on i hate suji on HBO Max, which I have not seen yet. I don't know what that is. I need to go check that out. Uh, and she, I don't know. I got, I got roasted last time for mispronouncing this. Edinburgh? Well, isn't Bur Burrow? Yeah. But it's a, and that's a, the spelling is weird. Edinburgh? Edinburgh? She's been in the Edinburgh. You know what? We're going to, you know what? This Edinburgh. is some co col colonial mindset. You get my name right, I'll get your weird town yeah, right. U-R-G-H bullshit. Uh, throw in some more vowels or yeah, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's on, she's on this festival, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which yes. is a very big deal. Huge deal. And I also wrote, how do you pronounce it on the end? So, uh, yeah. yes, we're going to ask her about that. Uh, guys, please welcome the amazing Evelyn Mock. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> hey. I thoroughly, uh, I thoroughly enjoy that. Did you? So you wrote that you were going to ask me about how to pronounce the festival's name, right? Not yes. what I did yes. at the festival. No, we don't. No, no, no we no, actually no. don't care about we what you did at the festival. But yeah, just yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. how you yeah. cool, cool, cool. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, how do you do? How do you pronounce? How do you pronounce it? I think I pronounce it Edinburgh because I'm Burra. I Burra. have an American twang, but I think like it, it's something that the British people are very specific about. It's appar it's apparently like Edinburgh. Or something like oh, that. God. If you're I'll, Scottish. I'll okay. All right. You know yeah. what? Why don't you get back on your ship and get off of my fucking <laughs> exactly. land? Okay. Um, <laughs> Go no, back no, that's on the Mayfair. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, I saw you. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it feels like you would do this because you're a very good comedian. I, I feel you were taking notes while we were talking. Were you taking notes? I, I was taking mental notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. What, were you, um, what you got on there? Yeah, what you got? What are, you, what, <laughs> what you what are got? your thoughts here? What, yeah, are your what are your thoughts about what we just talked about? <laughs> about uh, Apologizing stuff, to stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, because you're a performer. I, for, for people who don't know, the Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival <laughs> is this crazy like live performance festival. It's like this uh, massive thing. A lot of um, uh, comedians get their start there. You have to put on like a... Um, a whole show. It's not just like, you know, Fumi and I doing like a 10 minute, 15 mm-hmm. minute set or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, you have to do like an hour and it has like a arc and stuff like that. Excuse me. And, you know, you performing at it is a milestone for a lot of performers. So given that, given your background, you know, what are your sort of thoughts on, on what we were just talking about? I think like, um, <sighs> for stand-up specifically it's like especially if you do the edinburgh fringe festival it's like i don't know if that's where great comedy goes to get born or great comedy goes to die oh interesting Mm. yo (laughs) yeah go ahead because it's like i think for you guys as americans you're seeing it from the american perspective and coming over i know a few people like sean Patton was over and sarah schaefer uh, michael che was over um and it's like Coming over to do it, basically when you're here, uh, it's kind of like you, this is the festival that you work up to every year. So maybe for you guys, it's the equivalent of like JFL or something. So you do basically that kind of like um, Louis technique. I don't know if he, I can name him anymore. (laughs) On this podcast. On this podcast. On this podcast is cool. (laughs) So you basically, it's like each year you throw out your show and then you just rewrite one and do a new one in Edinburgh. But the thing is, in Edinburgh, they've kind of conflated the one-man kind of theater show with stand-up. So a lot oh, of stand-ups sure. tend to, like, they tend to mine their trauma to yes. make a show mm. about it. Yes. And, you know, like, as comedians, you're like, a year to, you know, go, like, uh, treat your trauma and make it funny. Right. Are you really good enough to do that? Are you, like, yeah, yeah. like So it's <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. like... Either either it's like you can see amazing shows there or you can see shows that totally just won't be good enough. And I feel like in that sense, I feel like we all should apologize to stand-up comedy when we do the Edinburgh Fringe Festival because we're not treating the stand-up comedy good at all. Do you and then find like that Michelle like- Wolf comes at Michelle Wolf comes from like America and just kills it. Right. And uh, yeah. Do you find it that works. like, you know, because I, I was listening to a podcast you were on and you were saying that like it was this, this, this festival that means so much to European comedians was canceled last year, right? Do you yeah. find that, you know, and, and like the same thing happened in America. All the shows were canceled. JFL was canceled. And like the reason why I brought this up is a lot of our American stand-up comedy friends have quit to do like TikTok stuff or just do other anything right. other than stand-up. And then when they quit, they kind of talk shit about it, you know? It's <laughs> like it's not the right form. That's kind of what I meant. Do you have... You know, now that this big thing in Europe was canceled for a year, did you find that a lot of your comedian peers in Europe, you know, left stand up or uh, to do something else? You know, oh like, yeah, was there, was there like a new wave of that? Oh yeah, I mean, I I'm I do a podcast with Uncle Roger, so <laughs> that's true. He was born in quarantine, right? Yeah, yeah. He was born in quarantine, and so I see it a lot. Um, a lot of people either they've just quit stand up and just gone back to like working in a shop or something. Um, But then the younger people are trying to do TikTok. And it's like, uh, because I'm doing, I'm working with Nigel so closely, he keeps encouraging me to do it. And I get that thing of like, as you guys were saying, like stand up purists, if you are, there's, 
I can't figure out if it's like if I admire the people who go all in on mm. on TikTok and YouTube or if I kind of feel like you know that part of me that slightly hates them because they can do yeah, it yeah. because it's like you throw away all shame isn't it you throw away yeah. like mm. um you you just don't it's more about quantity than quality on right. online you, just, you do have to have a certain like you just have to have consistency you know as far as like you got to yeah. have something two or three times a week and then a lot of them and and again this is you know i i, I don't want to i'm not like trashing tiktok but like there's a lot of once you a lot of a lot of times on for these creators they'll hit on something and they'll just do that again and again and again which yeah. is not yeah. really their fault because the algorithm you know supports demands it, it and yeah. demands it and yeah. like you know like then then like uh, there's this co comedian I like who i think is really funny and he has like you know uh, a white woman going through x part yeah you know yeah. one yeah. of a hundred right it's like yeah. part 99 yeah. part not, you know it's 102 you know like so i do feel like uh when you, you you do have to kind of worship the beast which is tiktok you know in order to, in order to do in order to do well on there you know you can put out like crazy stuff like unpolished bits or whatever and there's a really good chance it's going to get like 50 views you know so yeah, I do, th yeah. I do feel you. I mean, hey, fifty views—that's actually more than most audiences I performed in front of. But, <laughs> so you know, hey, who knows? But yeah, I, I, I do see what you're saying. Do you feel like? I mean, you know. So what are what are your thoughts? You know, you this, uh, you you got your podcast. You you obviously got um, stuff going on with YouTube and everything like that. Do you still feel that urge to go on stage and like, hey, you know, I'm gonna try doing this thing where I'm talking about this really this really personal thing. It is that thing of like, because I've been thinking about that too, because obviously it's like, what's the intent? Because with, right. obviously you can't deny that um, the podcast, our podcast, and I guess yours too, has grown in quarantine and yeah. you reach so many people online. Um, but then it is that thing of, but do you want, what is your intent with what you create? Is it that you want to reach the most people ever? Like you want to, you want Ooh, mass appeal yeah, 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 or do you sure. want to affect people in some way? And in right. that case, is it okay if it's a smaller group? Yeah. And, um, I think maybe I subscribe to the latter a bit more, but then I think a lot of people, Maybe that's why you like a lot of comics find a conflict with this, because I think a lot of us do subscribe to the latter, but we are very attracted to the former. How is that journey going for you? Because like you work with Uncle Roger. Actually, in fact, you were like the mastermind behind that project. So I, I think you, you, you still write with him on all, all the sketches and stuff like that. I mean, so Uncle Roger was kind of born out of the fact that I pitched Nigel basically himself um, <laughs> as like a character in one of the sitcoms that I'm kind of developing. And then oh, Uncle Roger was born out of just us like uh, yeah. just bantering on the podcast. Um, and I did write with him a bit in the beginning for a, a few of his videos. But then I was like, I felt like I got too consumed by mm. it i got to like because it's such a huge machine now right like, yeah. obviously he's blown yeah. up and stuff and i was like "Ooh, i'm i'm dedicating more time to uncle roger than i am to evelyn mock why am right. i saying my name as a third person because um, <laughs> <laughs> i also have an ego uh, yeah. but uh, i was and i was like oh I, I think i have to like it's so much fun though to write with nigel and it's so much fun yeah. to write yeah. for uncle roger but then it's like as you say i'm like oh i need to figure out what i want to do because 
if I start spending my time kind of dedicating it to to my friend, um, then I'm just going to forget about me being a comic as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I brought it up because, you know, you mentioned the two examples, one reaching the masses and one, you know, affecting a smaller audience. Uncle Roger is an example of somebody who has the most yeah. reach, you yeah. know, yeah. millions yeah, 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 and millions yeah. of... Yeah. And that's something, you know, that makes you feel good as, a, as an entertainer, as a performer, as a writer. Um, when, when did you decide to back out of it? That's really interesting. I, I didn't know that. I thought you were still kind of working with him. Well, I, uh, I decided, when was that? It was in, I think, in like December last year. And he blew mm. up in, when was that? He blew up in like summertime last yeah, year or something summer. like that? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Um, so we were still like quite a few months. And it is, I think, because I, I see Nigel as well. And as it was blowing up... He's so dedicated. He's like a data analyst and yeah. you guys have talked to him too. He's he's almost logical to a fault. Right. So I think that YouTube really suits him. Um, yeah. And he, he doesn't really have an ego about like what he puts out and stuff. He, he wants it to be funny and he wants it to be good. But he understands uh, how mm-hmm. online stuff works. And so he just kind of churns it out and it was such a speed. And I, I just looked at it and he kept kind of encouraging me to to start my own YouTube channel. And I was like, yeah, but I, I don't think I can work the same way that you work. Yeah. Because it's, it's so It's such intense. a different process. I feel like YouTube, and, and I, I, I've been wanting to talk about this. This I was um, talking to some comedians about this, uh, this and this other comic was um, was saying that like, stand-up comedy is kind of is going to be like jazz in a few yeah. in like a few decades you mm. know what i'm saying like there'll be a tiny very passionate group of people who are like hey man let's go to the new let's go down to the club yeah there's this guy he, why, why are they you, snapping he, <laughs> hey you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta check out you gotta check out Fumi, man yo check out this sick riff you know what i'm saying and it's gonna be like you know you're gonna have a turtleneck on you know everyone's gonna <laughs> yeah. be back there smoking a cigarette and yeah, shit like yeah, that yeah. And like oh you know what's the deal with airline food you know like <laughs> it's gonna be super niche like super niche but like for some reason really big in japan you know and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll be really narrow and like you know it's, it'll be for a particular crowd and those people will love it and i always think about it, i don't know how you feel it sounds like you're kind of on the same page as us but i can't separate out the performance of stand-up to the experience of going and living in a city and doing a show in a city i love uh I don't want to say I love people. I hate people, but I love looking at people. I love observing life. Like I love like looking at stuff. And I think all comedians like you have to have this thing where you're like you like to observe what's going on and then have a kind of form an opinion. And then the experience of going to you know some small little club or like a small little show and you know the the build up to the show and and seeing the audience and, and doing your set and then kind of like leaving the show. All that is like tied together and that's something you don't get when you do internet comedy you know like yeah i hey i've done i've done my some of my tiktoks have done okay you know but i'm sitting there and i'm just i'm just in the corner and i got my phone and i'm doing the line and i'm doing the line again and i'm like i'm not working with anyone there's no director i'm just like doing it and i'm editing it on my phone you know sometimes my wife is there and she's just like she's trying to do actual work and she's just looking at me like deliver the same line again and again <laughs> and i put it out there and and it, you know whether it does good or not, but the process of it is not, it's not as satisfying. I feel it's mm, not, it's not sexy. It's not sexy. It's not fun. It's just like I'm on my phone and I'm doing my thing. And and I like the write. I like coming up with the idea actually, and I like writing the idea. But then when I'm actually doing it to camera, I'm like I, I, I don't like doing it. It doesn't. It's not fun. I don't know if you can relate. 
Yeah, there's no connection because like stand up's yeah. all about the connection, right? Like it's about like it's about being in the moment. And of course, you know, we have our jokes. We do that. But then it's like, oh, something happens in the room and you mm-hmm. can talk to that person or, you know, like it's like when stand up is good, it is playing an instrument it is like yeah. you kn- yeah, you're man, kind of like the <laughs> director yeah exactly listen mike you know me on the podcast i like to laugh like an insane person spread joy through jokes and yes. inappropriate comments but is that how i feel on the inside in 2020 absolutely not mike i know man it's a dark mess in here dude sometimes i'm really sad sometimes I'm a little depressed i'm really stressed you know and i think a lot of people with the pandemic they're not really sure about job security and that's a, that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people and i think if any of our listeners feel this way they should check out our sponsor BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need it. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Asian. Dad wiped your ass for years. Return the favor with the perfect gift for Father's Day from Hello Tushy. Bring your pops into the future with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and will help stop him from flushing his retirement down the toilet. Hello Tushy 3.0 cleans butts like a champ, but it doesn't stop there. It cleans itself with the smart spray that's trademarked automatic self-cleaning nozzle. When we say anyone can figure this shit together, we mean even your parents. Yes, yours. Hello Tushy 3.0 attaches to their existing toilet with no electricity, extra plumbing, or tech support, FaceTimes, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%, so the Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in a few months. Plus, every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee, risk-free, <laughs> and a 12-month warranty. Wow, dad already got a Hello Tushy on his pot? Blow him away with an upgrade to the new Hello Tushy 3.0. If he's new to the revolution, have him join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now for a clean butt with every flush. Give the gift of a clean butt. Go to hellotushy.com slash A-N-A to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash A-N-A for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash A-N-A. I mean, and also I always think about, you know, I'll see a fire bit that somebody did or, or whatever that that's uh, that's out on like um, the Netflix comedy account or on the Comedy Central account. And, I, and I'm and i like, that was an amazing bit. And I know that bit took years to make mm. unless this unless unless there's, you know, there's occasionally a comic who can like really crank. But they're, they're like an exception. There's so many times where I know that if any of my bits ever made it to um, Comedy Central or something like that and was went out there, um, that's like three years of work I just flushed mm. away because like mm-hmm. that's been out there now and now I can't use it. I can't use it really again. Um, and it takes so long to do, you know? To yeah, yeah. That's why it's so like, I, I, I get the argument against it because like it is stupid to 
<laughs> like, I mean, it's not <laughs> stupid, but it's like, what kind of a business model is that? Like, you know, like yeah. just just think of it as a job. Like, it's not a business. And that's why, like, you know, like with late, late night writing and stuff like that, it's like, well, you you have to crank in two hours. That makes sense because you have to make yeah. this product for tonight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Totally makes sense. Yep. But it's also not gonna be hilarious, right? Because yeah. you didn't spend three years on it. Yeah. But also, like, you can't order something and be like, it'll be there in three years. <laughs> yeah. you, you, it's not a. No that's problem. not a product. Yeah. 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 You, you got to do the H and M fast turn. You can't be sitting there like Italian shoe cobbler. Right. Right. He's right, like, oh right, well, right. you know, I'm raising the 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 uh, the calf right now. That will eventually be your loafers. One of the things <laughs> I wanted to ask you is like, because Nigel, obviously, there's a lot of love on the internet. There's a lot of hate on the internet for Nigel, right? Because of, <laughs> yeah. Because of because of Uncle Roger, and you, we don't have to get yeah. into that. But like, I was wondering if you get any of that because you're like on the podcast with him and stuff like that. Uh, well, first of all, let's specify the type of fame. We're Chinatown famous. Like, oh we're shit. Not, okay. We're not, like, okay. Mainstream okay. Famous. Right. <laughs> Right. We're like, if we're in Chinatown, people will probably stop us and be like, hey, we listen to the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Not, no, yeah not, not in Soho. Yeah. In Chinatown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not in Soho. White people will leave us alone. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I have actually with, with the whole Uncle Roger thing, I have, uh, there are two kinds of uh, uh, kind of spillover. Uh, one was when he was in the midst of all of that kind of like controversy. Then people yeah. kind of spilt over on me um, mm. and was just like, and those people kind of did it in two ways. Uh, one was like the caring uh, DM where it was like, we really don't want to see you go down with Uncle Roger. We oh, hope that you can be okay. We hope that you can go and start something else. Um, and then wow. also just like, you should die too, you um, yeah, yeah, China yeah. liker. Um, China liker. Is, <laughs> that's really that's a really mild form of yeah, <laughs> what yeah. I actually got. Wow, I actually consider myself China a China liker. So. Yeah, wow. Uh, I do like China. Um, and then <laughs> it's like, and then the other people are uh, people who just kind of comment on the podcast and feel like he takes too much space uh, compared to and doesn't allow me to talk. But then again, that's our dynamic. Oh, um, yeah, you should talk more. Yeah, I want to hear more. Yeah. So it's like, Shut yeah, up, I'm Nigel. really, yeah, I love that. being on. Uh, I love being on here talking to two Asian men who aren't Nigel Long. It's great. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna, you I was gonna listen? try to do a British Malaysian accent. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, can yeah, you do I a mean, Vietnamese accent? Not at all. And I've been, tr- <gasps> I've been working on it. And it's oh, weird because yeah, you can yeah. do a Chinese accent. Yeah, I can. Because <laughs> can you? I can kind of do one. I'm not gonna do it. I um, but yeah, I've been, I've, I, been working on it. But I think for me. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because my English, my parents, my parents' English is too good. Oh. Uh, to me, I don't know if other people, when they meet them, to me, they don't have accents. Mm. Oh, they, yeah. they just speak, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're college educated in America. So like they speak English fluently and we always spoke English. So to me, they don't have uh, accents. And so I think it's hard for me to like, I, I could, I could definitely appreciate a good Vietnamese accent. Yeah. I love, love it, but I would love to do it because uh first of all funny accent um yeah it's very it's very like um floral it's very makes sense yes i would say it's very musical um yeah yeah. and i and and before anyone comes at me i am i appreciate vietnamese i i I like the accent i think it's and i'm not joking i think it's like poetry it's a beautiful word and sound and people a lot of people get on vietnamese because it sounds so like choppy but if you listen to it it's very beautiful if you really listen to it um and so i wish i could do it but I, I, I feel like I, mm. I'm just too close to it. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense, you know? No, I totally agree because I, I can't really do a good Chinese accent. 
Because I think in my mind, I associated it with stereotypes and I was like, I don't want to, I just taught myself not to do it. Um, Because I was, I guess I was so hurt by it, like when I was a kid, but I was just like, no, I can't do it. So I totally get it. Yeah. Mike, you said you can't do it because your parents' English were too good. Yeah. I can't do a Japanese accent because my parents' English was so bad. (laughs) So to me, when when they try to speak English, they're just speaking Japanese. You know what I mean? Can I say this real quickly? I do want to talk to Ellen and get a little bit into her too. I think I've been watching this uh, video game uh, online called uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And uh, there's there's a lot of uh, like antagonists in it are Japanese. Uh, ah. And um, there's some Japanese like characters you work with. And I have to say, the Japanese accent in English sounds badass, I think. Okay, you know how... Um, okay, you know when Last Samurai? Okay, yeah. not, not Tom Cruise, the other guy. The, the other the real Last Samurai. The, the um, real... Yeah. The real last the real samurai. Last samurai, but it wasn't on the movie cover. The yeah. <laughs> not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise sucks. The real last samurai. Uh, what's that actor's name? Is it Ken Watanabe? Yeah, Ken it's Watanabe. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always, it's him. always sounds, him. It's always him. It's always him, isn't it? So fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm just like, I'm like, damn, this is I wish more people did the Asian accent. <laughs> Cause it's sexy as fuck. And I'm yeah. just like, that sounds awesome. You I don't know how white people made that a bad thing. Right, right. Okay. Right. Yeah, have you never heard I don't know, a white person from Wisconsin, they sound hilarious, okay? <laughs> That's the accent you should make fun of. Japanese accent sounds bad. They sound like they're going to say the coolest thing, drink a fucking whiskey, play like fucking bass, finger your girl, <laughs> cut your head off. It's so badass. Yeah. You know what's not fair? The fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location and then has the nerve to increase their prices on you. That's right. They've just raised their prices once again. This is a crazy ad already. Now you could just cancel your subscription in protest or you could be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. See, you might not know that what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK or Japan has on theirs. Using ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want Netflix Netflix to think I'm in. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from, so every time I run out of stuff to watch, I just switch to another country to unlock new shows. Right now, I'm watching um, Terrace House Japanese version. Um, it's not on US Netflix, but with just one tap of a button, ExpressVPN lets me change my location to Tokyo to watch it. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too. I like to use it to watch BBC iPlayer. It's free and only available in the UK. ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, even smart TVs. So you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Asian. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months free. Ooh, pretty good that's expressvpn.com slash asian expressvpn.com slash asian to learn more the all of us research program wants to gather health information from one million or more people they want people from all walks of life to take part that means young and old people men and women and people from cities and rural areas it means sick and healthy people and it means people of different races ethnicities and sexual orientations they will collect information such as your height weight health conditions and medicines researchers may be able to use this information to better understand and improve health for all of us wow that's a pretty intense thing to say some of you guys might be freaking out right now like what are they trying to do to me basically all of us are trying to get to know um basically you guys 
Um, and a lot of you guys are Asian American because Asian, a lot of Asian Americans don't participate in these studies and it makes it difficult for scientists to um, research us because Asian Americans have unique health concerns, right? And you know how that is. Um, you know, Mike has a very different body than I do. You guys know that. Mike uh, is, well, we're the same height, but he's a little thicker than me and his armpits um, smell like shit. And me, um, I um, have daddy issues. And so those are different health concerns. And that's what all of us is all about. The more people who join, the more information researchers will have and the more they will learn. Ask your friends and family to join to make a difference at joinallofus.org slash Asian, not Asian. You're Swedish. Uh-huh. You're Swedish, which uh-huh. is, again, mind-blowing because you you speak <laughs> English better than Fumi and I. Uh, and, and even, uh, oh, even American, you. even you American, American accent. accent. I don't know where that came from. What's happening? Thank you so much. Um, from TV. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You haven't. There's. I'm, I'm actually waiting for you to say something weird. You know, but n- no mistakes for you so yeah. far. Like no. yeah. f- fugal song. I don't know. I couldn't come up with anything <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, just tell us, like you know, what, yeah. What's the deal with Sweden? What's the deal with Sweden? <laughs> what's going on, why what's are you going on there? Why? Are you, why are Do you, you guys have a, a Swedish American heritage? Pacific <laughs> Islander Heritage Month, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. In Sweden, it's like uh, Asian people don't really exist. No, uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. It's, it's kind of similar here, but, but anyways, there go must ahead. Be a, yeah. Is there a community? Like, how did you end up there? So, basically, um, uh, my dad, he's from Hong Kong, and when he was 19, he dropped out of school when he was 15 and started yeah. working, like, um, you know, at the Hong Kong BBQ places, barbecue places yep. and stuff. And he told me that his job was to be the lookout for when, like, the mafia would have or the triads would have, like, street fights and stuff. Oh, so shit. he would just stand, yeah. So he would be, like, a teenager, and he would just stand and be a lookout, and they would be fighting. And then he'd be like, police, please! And then everybody runs away. And I was like, okay, cool, then. Um, (laughs) But then, so his uncle um, was a sailor and he just really liked Sweden when he visited. And so he decided to go over there and he started Sweden's first Japanese restaurant. Sorry, Fumi. Um, (laughs) And it was like run by Chinese people. And so he just got my dad over. And so my dad went there when he was like 19 and started working in the restaurant business. And then my mom... Um, my mom's actually, so she's from, she's from Wuhan. She's from uh, oh, Tianmen. Yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest, like that place really put us on the map. Yeah. Big year <laughs> before, for you guys. Nobody knew I where been, I, what I was like talking about. I think a pretty about. cool city. Yeah, it probably you. is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so she originally, her family's from there, but then they, during the twenties, cause it was so poor, they just migrated to India um, oh. and set up shop there. And so my mom's born and raised in India. Uh, and also fuck? when she was 19, just like yeah. she was like basically graduated from school. And my grandma was like, do you want to go to Sweden and work? Um, and she was like, yeah, sure. But then um, I don't know if it was unbeknownst to her, but basically the family that she went to was family friends. And they kind of set her up to get married with the son of the family. Right. right. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then they didn't get along. They got divorced. And then she met my dad and uh, they banged and had me. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, getting into the, the Sweden thing is what's like, and, and for our listeners, I'm not surprised that Evelyn speaks English because she's Asian. I'm surprised that she speaks <laughs> English because she's Swedish. Okay. Well, everybody there speaks English. 
Right, but that that she sounds she sounds like she's from Irvine, California. Well, that's what, I, I want to ask <laughs> oh, you that. That's so, so lovely. Thank you Because I know so like much. Swedish people all speak English. Do they all choose what kind of English they want to? Do speak? they all sound <laughs> like, like perfect California English? Well, because like I'm sure some people choose to study, um, you know, like British English, right? So right. Are there people walking around in Sweden Hello. who speak like Nigel or right. you know, like that, like the London because style? Because let me tell you too, in New York, people here in New York, in New York, the white people here don't speak English. Okay, they speak Staten Island. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm, they speak mm-hmm. some sort of weird Queens thing. You know. Uh, boston shit so you know yeah i mean i want to know what's going on over in sweden in sweden it's like well we have to learn english from like grade three so we're like uh eight or nine when we start learning it Mm -hmm. but then because everything's americanized like all the tv shows and all the music we listen to we just have subtitles we don't dub it so people pick up it is more (gasps) it's just like everywhere right yeah it is more of an american twang um, I would say that it's like unusual to find, and I've heard uh, Swedish people who speak British as well, but they have probably just lived here and picked that up um, oh, after coming here. But right, right, like, right. it's it's very, it's difficult to find a Swedish person who has like a genuine Swedish accent if they're my age. And oh, uh, weird. whoa, yeah, weird. yeah, wow, that's so that's so, inc- I didn't know a world like that could exist dude so that means when we go somewhere we can just be like yo dude i'm swedish bro i'm, swedish, bro. I'm, swedish, bro. <laughs> I'm also imagining a world where like because american television is very prominent there like some yeah. swedish guy keeps watching the country music channel and he's got like a weird <laughs> something yeah some some guy named sven being like all i need is my dog my truck and my salmon or the fuck? <laughs> praise jesus <laughs> what is um i, I want to ask you this before we move on to the next time what do swedish people find funny yeah what's a what, funny if i had to go to sweden i would be like funny Sweden ikea joke. and being pale i mean they probably don't <laughs> even think about ikea right how pale just... are they you know what i'm saying like that's what i would be what do i oh what God, do i they're what do transparent I mike they are transparent <laughs> i got you Except all right their racist moving. views but yeah <laughs> are swedish people are swedish people racist i thought they were supposed to be like super progressive no nah, hell not I dog mean... They're they're progressive when it comes to like equality between the genders, but they won't even face their own racism, is my opinion. Right. Um, but, but they never they colonized think anybody. That they're right? super Sweden? woke. No, they did. So. They, who they colonize? I mean, they were a major. They colonized. They're the original colonizers. They colonized <laughs> yeah. other white people. They colonized the Scots. <laughs> you talking about the Vikings? No, yeah. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, that and like other things. You know what I'm saying? I don't I'll, even know. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have a history podcast where we just catch up Fumi on all sorts of uh, things. Anyways, but like yeah, um, it's interesting because Fumi will sometimes say how he, um, you know, if he has to talk to someone, uh, and the person's Japanese, he will choose to speak English because English oh. it has like a is a rougher feel if you speak in Japanese. You know, the language itself constrains yes. certain things. And of course, there's also yeah. like constraints as far as, um, you know, culture goes. But I mm-hmm. think it, it sounds to me like it, Japanese itself is like built in a way where you it's harder to be rude to someone necessarily as in English. English is sort of like you can do. I only speak English. So like, you know, it feels like you can kind of like com- combine it any way you want. So it sounds yeah. like it's similar when you speak in English, you know, doing comedy in English versus in Swedish. Um, you, you can kind of you, you have a little bit more freedom. Yeah, definitely when it comes to race, at least, because it's Word. just like the cultural context is different. Like the conversation is much more developed in London and in the States. Whereas in like in in Sweden, I, and the thing is, I think Swedish comics are really like we have really great comics. I, sure. I think they hold class. Uh, but then also they have like 
I think maybe Scandinavian comedy in general, there is still this kind of like ironic racism thing going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. and You're it's so that, much yeah. fun because when I see some of my Swedish friends come over to London to do stand up and they just translate their jokes, <gasps> ah! and I'm like, yeah, people are feeling very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And you know it's going to happen and you don't even warn yeah. them. You just no, no, sit no, in the no. back, you're drinking your whiskey. <laughs> just let them just let them run right into no. the wall. Bear. That's your fucking exactly. show. Is your sweetest like, friends just <laughs> Let's see how that ching chong punchline works out for you. <laughs> Crazy. Sven. Yeah. I, like, I, like that it, I like that it's ironic racism. Just regular racism. Yeah. Just regular, <laughs> just just regular well, racism. Say, yeah. Uh, yeah, wow, that's good. Should I we, love it. Oh, we, well, one more thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, and I think we've touched upon this before, is, uh, you know, dating in Sweden. I mean, mm. is oh, that yeah. like, you know, like, is there are there, are there apps, the apps out there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you we using have them? All I mean, them. like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, sort of what's your experience and, and with, with that? I mean, that's got to be I mean, did, did Crazy Rich Agents have an impact? Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it did here. I don't know, I don't know how, what, what, the, what the international impact was, but. I think, I think Crazy Rich Asians uh, was like a, a blip in Sweden. It was, um, I, I, well, the dating, I'm, I'm not a great dater, but like the experience in Sweden, it is that thing of, because a lot of, so there's this, like, Swedish men are a big a percentage of the men who go to, like, Asia for sex tourism. <laughs> so... <laughs> so it's just like... I'm definitely going to Sweden now, playboy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. And some okay. of them... Yeah, some of them bring them back. So it's oh, like, wow. so that's kind of the that's kind of the feel of being like an Asian lady in Sweden. Oh it's, no, yeah, that's so, yeah, it's so like it's 19, like, 1940s America vibes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's war war brides, yeah. but yeah. You, but you met them on Expedia.com. Exactly. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, continue. So how does this then, uh, you know? Oh my god. So how does that tra well, translate to like a modern day woman? Yeah, to like to your dating. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a lot of times it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's interested yeah. in me. Let's find out which fetish he wants because I'm plus size oh. too. So I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah. let's see. Are you standing next to Asian people in <laughs> your Facebook photos? Have you studied in like Guilin or something yeah. like that? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah. Is it, yeah. <laughs> The, like a photo like, of him wearing like those Thai baggy pants, you know, when yeah. he was backpacking. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. When I was in Vietnam, I saw them all over the place. I was like, you know, where it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Exactly. Man. And it's like sometimes it'll be like, you know, you're having a conversation, you're having a nice conversation, and then he's like, yeah, so I watch a lot of manga, and I'm like, ah, there it is. <laughs> so yeah, and it what's, is. What's, what's problematic is that you read manga. That's the that's the issue. Oh, you watch sorry. anime. Yeah. 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 Anime. Sorry, yes, that was yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Fumi. I forgot you were Japanese. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, you should apologize in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're the <laughs> one I think. you're the one fucking up. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. let's go back to the sex tourism. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is it any well, better in the UK? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you were gonna say something. Oh, actually, I'm reading a book about it, the sex tourism. And it's wow. really interesting because they're saying in the book, he's basically describing it as so sweet. It's about male loneliness, classic. Um, but in Sweden, because 
the working class, basically, a lot of these men are from the working class and they have a lot of reactionary views on women oh, yeah. and on immigration. Yes. And he's okay. saying that it's because the women of here. the working class, yeah. like um, the traditional occupations that they used to have, like nursing or daycare, um, those occupations now have been elevated. So instead of just having a degree uh, like a, that you have to study for for a year, it's now been like university approved. So you have to go mm. like three years and you can even mm. do PhD in them. Right. So the women are kind of getting educated and kind of moving social classes, whereas yeah. the men, the traditional occupations for them, like factory working, it's just been um, exported to right. cheaper countries. Oh, yeah. wow. So they're kind of stuck and uh, they feel powerless. And so they're <gasps> stuck in this kind of like uh, weird place. And right, so they feel stagnant, rejected right. by the women. Exactly, yeah. exactly stagnant. I've, yeah. I've heard that uh, like, you know, then there are some men of color and then people are dating the men of color. And now the men, women, the, 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 the white dudes, the Swedish white dudes are like kind of like, oh, well, now he's got these other guys coming in too. Yeah. Is that like yeah. a in Sweden? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so the the men obviously and so they feel powerless and lonely and so when mm. and they at the same time they're seeing like as you say like men of uh, immigrants coming in and right, stuff and right. getting jobs and everything. And so it just leads to like a natural um voting group for yes. right-wing populist kind of fascist hey man, come views. on come on come on over to america baby okay <laughs> we got all that we got all that hey you like you like reactionary politics you love barbecue okay well we got a huge country all about that wow oh my god that's amazing that's I, yeah. I hate that every right-wing politics theory can just be Distilled down to nobody wants to fuck me. Nobody yeah. wants every to. single. It's <laughs> so, so stupid. No man, it's so dumb. Oh my god. Uh, well, yeah. Wow. We should, so we should get to Sweden. I, I will. I would honestly pay um, double whatever it costs to go to Sweden and intimidate uh, a Swedish white man who's probably seven feet tall. You know, have, have that guy be like, "Fuck a little Japanese guy walking to a oh, bar." No. I'm so fucked. This guy's gonna just. Just play jazz. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna finger my girl with his accent. My girl. God, he's so cool. <gasps> it's time. It's time. We're gonna do uh, everyone's favorite segment. It is Das, das Race News. News, and we're with our guest Evelyn Mock, and we're going to talk about. This is a really funny one because listen, uh, we have an, a podcast called The Asian Not Asian, yes, and the sir. tagline is yes, called um, it, the, the, the t- our, our whole brand is two asian guys not from asia talk about american issues no americans care about and we talk about asian shit all the time sometimes we just talk about regular shit but you know it's a lot of our thing we we know um a lot of asian comics and and performers like evelyn and you know we we're like we're in it we do this shit okay Mm -hmm. but we have to realize that most people don't know about us at all, okay? <laughs> and now we have proof, proof, data analyst proof, yes. okay? We have this uh, this headline that's been going around, 42% in the United States cannot name a single prominent Asian American, a survey finds. And here's a little clip from, uh, this is from NPR. A, a recent survey found that nearly 80% of Asian American, wait. This is, is all in the same article. Oh, this is all in the same article. So there's like there's like a couple levels. Okay. So like uh, that what you said is true in the same study. Oh, I see. Uh, 
they were also serving people, and they were saying that 80% of Asian Americans don't feel respected. Uh, they say they, um, and say they are discriminated against by their fellow Americans. Additionally, a significant portion of respondents of multiple races said they were unaware of the increase in hate crimes and racism against Asian American over the past year. So that was what the research was originally about. Right. And then they were like, by the way, do you know any Asians? Yeah. And, then, and it turns out they don't know any Asians <laughs> either. So it was like a triple combo blow. So top top eight, top uh, answers in order were number one. No, actually, let's do number three. Number three. Number three. Well, guess, try to guess, listeners. Try to guess. Now you got your guess. Number three is Bruce Lee. Makes sense. Makes yep. sense. Makes sense. He is Asian American. He actually grew up in Seattle. Everybody yep. can remember that. Makes sense. Number two. Makes Everybody sense. think about it. Who's number two? Is it Simu Liu? Huh? Maybe. No. Is it Jackie Chan? It's Jackie Chan. Is Jackie oh, Chan. Wow. even American? He is not Asian American. I mean, okay. Listen, it gets <laughs> wonky, but he is. Uh, he's Asian. I wouldn't say that he is Asian American. Well, like, I mean, like by the definition, is he an American citizen? He's, he's not, not an American he's, citizen. He's, he's not Asian. No, American. no, no. He's not Asian yeah. American. Um, and then number one. Who is the most famous Asian American person? The most famous Asian American there is? Fu Manchu. <laughs> no. None. None. It is nobody. <gasps> nobody. They named nobody. <laughs> Are you nobody. serious? They named zero people. Um, they said they didn't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, reactions and thoughts, Evelyn? Well, I'm surprised Mickey Rourke didn't make the list. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. But Mickey Wow. It's, it's, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, it's David. not surprising. Yeah. It's not yeah. surprising, is it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's really not. And it's like, why are people still making surveys when it's like, it's almost like, it's like, when you yes, know it's going to be a sad exists. result. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. You're right. <laughs> to us. We've just listened to us. Like, but, but they need statistics. Um, it's, it's crazy. It really is. Who did you think was going to be number one if you had not seen this? What, what is the, I think, here's the thing. They, they asked you to name a prominent Asian American. So here's the thing is that like, they're not even saying, essentially what this question is, name an Asian American. Right, right, And if right. they had just been like, <laughs> Bobby Chang, the guy who uh, is, uh, you know, uh, is my waiter at P.F. Chang's, yeah, like, yeah. that would count. That would count. <laughs> okay. That would count. They could. They were just like no one. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was that was their answer. So, what, did this? Did this, did this? Let me ask you this: Did this shock you? That you number know what, one though, was none. I'm not that shocked because we ourselves, we you know, come on, we've we've had jokes even where we're like, um, who, uh, you know, I, I think it was I think it was Brian Park who has a joke where it's like. I'm get, I get confused about for a, a lot of different Asian celebrities or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we always, we always joke on the podcast that we're like two steps away from the most famous Asian person. Right. You know, it's like, right. it's yeah. us. Then <laughs> yeah, it goes yeah, Ronnie yeah. Chang, yeah. you know, <laughs> then it goes Fu Manchu. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like, w there's really not that many people. So I'm not too surprised that they couldn't name a prominent Asian American. I really wanted number one to be like Naruto or something. Right. That would have been so Just funny. Give me, yeah, give me something. Not a real. Give me a cartoon. <laughs> give me like, Goku, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like He's the dad alien. from Fresh Off the Boat, uh, which yeah. is Randall yeah. Park. But right, yeah. exactly. The that's, that's the thing is like a name like Simo Lu, I guarantee you my friends in Ohio don't know who that is. Exactly. Guarantee <gasps> you. Yeah. Guarantee you they've never heard of him, right? Um, this is so interesting because I saw another survey that was like, it's on Fox News, so you know the logic is airtight. Um, it was asking people in America who they thought was the most discriminated against. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, Have this is a really good this? one. It's so funny. It's so, really good. So this is asking everybody in America, all races, who they thought 
was the most oppressed or like discriminated against in America. So obviously, number one was black people. Number two was Hispanics. Number three was white people, and number four was Asians. Are you? <laughs> Isn't that serious? crazy? White people. White people. I'm think actually surprised that white people didn't list themselves as the number most one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm actually wow. surprised that didn't. Wow. Happen. But like that's you know yeah I mean this was a survey in like 2018 or something so it wasn't that long ago. Oh so I bet, I bet you I bet you white people are number oh, one. Number one now, now yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have Sorry, you guys but... experienced this thing where maybe it's just me because I I write a little and I know a lot of like white male writers and they keep pitching me this show where they're like oh it's about a white guy who like just doesn't know how to handle the race talk right now like oh, right, you know he yeah. he just doesn't know how to how to so it's kind of like Curb but like about racism and like oh. it's starring the white guy and i'm yeah. like yeah yeah uh that's horrible that's like, terrible. <laughs> like why are you telling me this are you just wanting me to sign off on this so you have like a I, poc I, kind of sign off it's yeah. like it's so, so i could bad. see that i could say i could see that being greenlit though you know you know i mean <laughs> yes, honestly yes. if you kind of think about a lot of it's like you just said like curbed is like you know, a lot of these shows are. What if well, let's let's look at a changing world from the perspective of the guy who really has to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. curbed is like that. It's like a lot of people. You know, he's in a position of power, and it's everybody's like, "Hey, have you ever thought about not being a jerk?" And it's like, man tough for him you know like that's really where yeah, a lot of yeah. shows like get their that, ideas that from. show you just described yeah. is way more interesting from the point point of view of like you right, right. if you yeah. had yeah. a friend who doesn't know you know but yeah 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 i, I think uh i think it's it's uh it's a good one so um shouts everybody to none none he you know we uh, should have him on this podcast <laughs> we should have none on the podcast <laughs> we will have none on the podcast check him out he's got a new marvel movie coming out none is gonna be mm. sick as fuck uh, we're going. We are going to play a little game yes. where um, we're going to call. Uh, I guess it's just called name a famous Asian American, and we're going to take <gasps> turns naming famous. Yes, could be. I actually I like to add on that title. It's called the Sudden Death Challenge because yeah. we, we got to keep going, right? Okay, Sudden Death Challenge, and also I will allow Asian Western Asians, like Asians in the West, because you know we we can not just Asian Americans because Simulu is actually Canadian. Anyways, yes. So like Western Asians, we're going to go around naming until we run out until we run out and if you Ooh. can't if you're the person who it runs out on then you have to quit this podcast no yeah you actually <laughs> have to move to sweden and start doing jokes in swedish about ching chongs. about ching chongs. no no go. don't do that because you're, you're <laughs> taking up my market I'm the, I'm the only one right now that's how i make my money don't yeah. come <laughs> hey 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 Okay, He's this is gonna be a, this is this is a crazy game because so, I think this, a hard this will end a hard earlier than we think. It's I, I, I really think it is hard. <laughs> you didn't give me any time to prep either. I really think it's hard. Okay, well let's start with the guest of honor, Evelyn. Why Evelyn, don't you start you by naming one famous Asian, Western Asian person, and we'll okay. go to Mike, and then we'll go to me. Daniel Day Kim. Oh, okay, nice. good one. Um, Aquafina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ali Ali Wong. Nice. Okay. We're just gonna go down the list gonna, of Netflix. Character. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Keep, keep going. Keep Randall going. Randall Park, obviously. Then. Okay. Uh, Simu Lu. Constance Wu. This is really scary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm should so we try scared. to? We should, should we try to rhyme? Play this? We should play White Mountain Man. Yeah. Yeah. What'd, What'd you say? Should we try to rhyme the last name? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I said Wu. Go ahead. No. Um. Uh. What was that? Uh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Uh. Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, oh yeah, Bobby Lee. Oh nice. <laughs> uh, Gemma Chan. 
Uh, uh, Henry Golding. Now, now we're just gonna name the cast of yeah, Crazy, <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, we, I, we said we haven't said Ronnie Chang. Ronnie, nice. Okay. okay. Do, it, do, have we said Simu Liu, or have we just mentioned? I have too much? Liu. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, Dude, you we're said like, round, oh, we're like we're like round four. We're like, have we said this already? <laughs> said this person. Okay, go um, ahead. Go Jimmy ahead. Yang. Who's Jimmy Yang? Oh, Jimmy O Yang. No. Oh Yang, Jimmy O Yang, yeah, yeah. yes, okay. and um, his dad Richard O Yang, who's adorable hey, hey, on Instagram. Hey, hey, hey. Save that, save that, save that. Save that. <laughs> uh, Ken Jeong. No, she already said Ken Jeong. Oh, oh damn it! Ken... See? Oh yeah. no! Fuck! <laughs> God, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying Bruce Lee, dude. You can use Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. Aha, okay. Bruce Lee. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, Jackie Chan. Ha ha. No, Jackie Chan's not a Western Asian. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, okay, okay. Hassan Minhaj. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm, bringing that's a, good. I'm bringing the brown folks in. I'm, I'm bringing the, the, the Desi people. <laughs> Mindy Kaling. <laughs> oh, fuck. This opened up a whole thing. Yeah. Desi <laughs> Wait. Oh, man, we really I mean, concert. there are obviously more. Okay. Uh, uh, aha. Uh, Lucy Liu. Aziz, I'm sorry. Alan nice. Yang. Who's that? Alan Yang. Oh, Alan Yang. <laughs> Alan Yang. Okay. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Right? I know. We're all like, <laughs> now we're all like struggling here. Uh, um, this is really difficult. <gasps> oh, God, it's tough. Yeah. Oh, well, are we? Yeah. Good? We're also doing. We're doing. You know, we're doing Indian people. Okay, we're, we're doing, doing. We're doing South Asian. I think. I think we're putting too much pressure on ourselves as well. We are putting a lot of yeah, pressure. Just on relax. Ourselves. Just take a breath for a second. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I'm at my own friends now. I'm at no, but you can't. though stay in Hollywood. I'm think about just, just start thinking about TV shows. Game I'm, of Thrones. They're not. They're not in Game of Thrones. There's <laughs> Game of Thrones. There's um. Oh, uh, um, come on, Mike! Come on, you're on. the co-captain <laughs> of this podcast. Asian, not Asian. People are um, watching. Uh, think of famous chefs. I, uh, Momofuku. Oh, uh, don't see? help him. <laughs> don't fucking help him. Uh, well, I'm trying to remember his name now. I can't remember people's names. You know how I'm bad. Oh with yeah, you're names. really bad with names. I'm really bad with names. Uh, this is really. His different. name is David Chang. David Chang. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Chrissy Teigen. Ooh, nice. Oh, yes, you're going yes, to yes. half. You're going to half I'm, Asians too. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got half. We, I like you said Harry Golden. No, no, no. I'm not hating. Yeah. I'm not hating. Hey, don't hate on the halfies. They're I'm out there. I'm not hating. We That's, love cool. You That's cool. That's cool. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Harry, yes, come. I love it. <laughs> you're going half. Are you going? To, you're, you're going. You're going mixed race. No, I, like, mixed I, race. I respect yeah, that. Yeah. Race, but they definitely count. We, we already said Harry Kondabalu. Did we? Yeah, Mike said it earlier. Oh shit. Okay. Uh oh, I had one. Oh, we haven't said Hari Kondabolu. We haven't. We haven't. I said Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Sorry for being racist. <laughs> yes, go ahead, go ahead. You can say okay. that. Did we just confuse one brown comic for another brown comic? <laughs> go ahead. Someone needs to keep it tabs on this. Here, here's a here's a tricky one. Here's a, here's a, here's one, and I think, I think, it's cool. Naomi Osaka. Uh yeah, she's she's like yeah. she's more active here. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Dev Patel. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah that's nice. Ooh, I'm better uh, John Cho, John Cho. Oh, how could ah, we forget the John original. Cho? The original. Yeah. I can't, I'm not helping you anymore. <laughs> no, you can't help me. I anymore. think this game dies here. I think we should. I think, oh no! I, I'm, I'm happy to take the hit. I'm fine with that. Um, you know what? Here, you can you can choose to eliminate, and it'll just be me and Evelyn, and we'll we'll go until there's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay, can, I'm happy can... to bow out. Yeah. He died. <laughs> I died. <laughs> I died. I died. Okay, Mike. Okay. Pac-Man. So it's just me and you and all the names we said count already, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Jonas' wife? Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> nice. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, Steven Yen. How do we not say that already? We're stupid. Nominated for an Oscar. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Um, um, What's that? T- Timothy Chantarangsu or Timothy De La Ghetto. 
Whoa. Oh, MTV Wild Now. Hold on here. I'm going to have to see. I'm gonna, the judge is going to have to check is on that, how is, prominent is this Asian person is. <laughs> okay. Okay, yes. I mean, he's good. got, I don't know, good. five million followers. Okay, go ahead. It's good. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about the guy who's in Glee and then at the end of the Crazy Rich oh, Asian yeah. movie. He's really good really looking hot. and I can't remember his name. Um, but so I'll say somebody else. Uh, Shang Wang. Is he probably? Oh, oh whoa, shit. Oh, shit. That counts. Okay. See, hold on here. We're get, We're getting to people we know. Okay. See what we're doing? I know, but he's famous. He's famous. No, I'm not saying. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. Okay. This is my last one, though. Olivia Rodrigo. Did you know she's Filipino? Oh, yeah. Nobody talks about that. that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's Asian month and nobody. She literally has the most popular song in the fucking world right now. Yeah. Nobody's talking about how Asian she is. Really? Yeah, Shay right. Mitchell's uh, Filipina as well. And Margaret no Cho. No idea who that is. We have oh, Margaret Cho. Fuck. Okay. We should have. You know what? We can't hate on these white people anymore. <laughs> no, but we, 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 they would not make, we were at like, what, round 12? They wouldn't have made it this far. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, they'd be like none, and then they're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I would not. For, for, for the anals, I cannot lose here. Mike. Here's, uh, how I about another hat, another person who's mixed race? I mean, I know if you now, probably... da- now dating John Mulaney. Oh, <laughs> Olivia shit. Olivia Mon, Olivia Mon, Olivia Mon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vera Wang. Who's that? Okay, Vera Wang, designer. Jimmy designer. Chu. Is that a person? Yeah, Jimmy Chu is a person. Yeah. Wow, we're gonna do. We got. We we should have gone designers. here. We should have gone there. Yeah. This is Mike's territory. Hey, hold on right here. here. You you're not on your phone, right? <laughs> no, you're I'm definitely on your down. fucking phone. Oh yeah, you, you did. Uh, you did Jimmy Chu. Who's that other designer who's called like Alex something? Well, okay, the yes. guy from Glee is Harry something, right? Harry. Yes. Starts with an S. Uh, Harry Shum. Yes. Um, Alexander Wang. Yes. Alexander Wang, that's right. Oh gosh. That's a good one. Oh no. Oh, what's oh what's the guy from Star Trek? The old man from Star oh, Trek. Fuck. Yeah. How do we forget that the original? The original, the OG. OG. Can, can no. no. Oh no, George, George, George. George. George Takei. Yes, nice. Takai. Takei. Kamala Harris. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. VP. Yeah, there you go. Uh <laughs> oh no. Uh, Cal Penn. Steve Byrne. Who? Steve Byrne. Oh, Steve Byrne. Half, half Korean, half Ooh. Korean. Yeah, he's half Korean. There should be like some kind of tech person who's Asian and famous, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's lots. From Zappos. Zappos. But you can't use hmm. Jack Ma. He's straight up Chinese. Not Jack Ma. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Now I'm I'm stuck here. You, you're happy to surrender if you want. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you know what would be crazy if you just named some obscure Swedish person we didn't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bjorken, wait, how could you possibly forget your own creative partner? Oh, I was gonna, is he? I mean, is he? We're gonna yeah, allow it. We're okay. gonna allow YouTube. We're allowing. All right, YouTube. Nigel Ung. <laughs> <laughs> Look how she is, she's so upset. Oh my god, so reluctant. Oh, but I guess they're like authors, um, you know. Right. But, oh, are, are, but are they oh, famous right. though? Oh, like, I mean, they're I mean? prominent. Like, th- nobody knows who that guy is. You know, like. Yeah, but if we're gonna, we're gonna name. If we're gonna. Well, name... we're like, we're like really struggling here. You know, we're like, th- did we really tap all the aid lists? No, of course not. We're stupid. You know what it is? Is that oh, we I have are. A few now. This is this is this is kind of revealing something. Is that like even for us um, professional Asians? Yeah. As Vietnam Nguyen says, right? Like mm. us. You know mm. what I'm saying? We mm. just really gotta like start getting these names out there yeah and this yeah. is kind of just proof i feel that we all gotta aspire to be none you know what i'm saying yeah we gotta be top of the mm. list because we gotta beat bruce lee check dude Chan. maybe this is uh 
um, more of an aspirational thing from the white people be like, hey, top spot's open, boys. Hey, boy, hey guys, <laughs> top spot is open. You know what? Evelyn could be could 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 knock a nun out of the out of the park. This could be Asian, not Asian. This is yeah. Actually, You're right. You know what? Now wow. that now that thank you, you said whites, it, thank you, white <laughs> thank people, thank you, the whites. Okay. <laughs> You know what it means? Because it's like number two is Jackie Chan, number three we, is Bruce Lee. Number, is number one, fill your own name. This is a motivational poster. This is a motivational poster. I'm putting this out. I'm putting myself in there. If you're any like, teachers, put this on your goddamn classrooms, okay? Wow. So, we wow. cannot, we we cannot end this episode by thanking the whites. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> Guys, this was our episode. Evelyn, this was great. We're gonna all going to just call it. We're going to call it a tie, and I hope to yep. uh, do a duel with you another time when we do our research. Uh, <laughs> This was a great episode. Thanks so much for doing it. Um, where can our fans find you? I am on at Evelyn Mock on Instagram and at Rice to Meet You Pod. If you guys want to ditch ANA or an a- anal. <laughs> they would never. They would never. Uh, and come you to can ours. Find... Oh, no. yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, but there's um, a show coming out or something? Uh, like a sitcom you said you're writing? Oh, I'm 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 in development. Uh, I, I'm always developing stuff, um, mm-hmm. but nothing's been commissioned yet. But uh, well, yeah. I'll let you guys well, know if it does. Follow follow Evelyn on the on the socials and and see what she's up to, man. You yes, know? and you can always find us on social media at Asian Not Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Um, if you are a, a uh, iPhone listener, please leave a review and check out our Patreon, patreoncom Pod. and give us your money, and you get bonus content like uh, monthly bonus episodes, behind the scene footage. Uh, we slide into your DMs. It's it's all it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Um, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. Wow, this was a this was a monster episode. This is crazy because it was it was real. It was awesome. We got real deep in there. We got we into did. the jazz. We got into the jazz. <laughs> into the jazz. <laughs> we got real yeah. re- sex tourism. <laughs> all of that yeah, stuff. Sex tourism. You know, we, we ended up, up oh, thanking even, the whites. Yo Yo Ma. Shit. Oh. So now now <laughs> we're, we're all going to be like walking down the stairs later and be like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, Sorry. Lulu anyways, Wang. Lulu Wang. There you go. Okay. So uh, if you're listening, please play that game yourself and really do a, reflect, a reflection on like what kind of Asian American you are, you know? So this is uh, this has been great. Um, and Anals, uh, we love you. And we're going to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.